Welcome to the How to Write a Book podcast, the show that helps you plan, write, and publish your book, even if you're a beginner or just feel like one. Now, for your host, she's written over a dozen books and helps others bring their books to life. Here she is, Maciel. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the How to Write a Book podcast. I'm your host, Maciel. I hope you're having a wonderful June day, and um, it's pretty warm over here. However, it's not as warm as it typically is, which is kind of weird. That's definitely odd. Um, in case anyone hasn't heard yet, I've opened the hybrid, hybrid, the hybrid publishing side of Blackhearted Story Studios. Yes. What does this mean? It means we're aiming to be, you know, front to back. We are going to be the publisher for you. So it means to submit a manuscript, um, you know, get in touch with me. Uh, you can email me or Instagram me um, and, you know, let me help you share your work. So we help you with uh, from the from beginning to end. So if you need help with editing, um, if you need cover design, marketing, it is an entire package. So now what we're doing is like, you know, submit your manuscript, we'll give it a read. Um, and then from there, we'll say, all right, let's go. We're going to help you go from, you know, writing and editing all the way to publish and launch. Um, and I'm really excited about this because this is how we get our stories out there. You know, this is how we say, okay, your story it's important. It needs to be shared. And this is how we're going to share it. So I'm really excited about that. Um, so in case you don't check that out, let me know. You can email me or find me on Instagram at Maciela Writes. All right. In this interview, I love this interview with Minette Nidor. Um, it's, she's lovely. Uh, her biography is like somewhere between 30 and dust, red hair, blue eyes, six kids, one slightly used husband. This is great. Oh my gosh. She said, read her bio on Amazon. She introduces herself in the show as well. Uh, but she's the author of the Centurion series, uh, the Bell Stalker, Phantom Hearts, and so much more. Um, it was a great episode. Um, I think that her mindset was perfect for our show because it's about positivity and inspiration. And and I hope that you enjoy it too. So go ahead and dive on in. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the How to Write a Book podcast. Thank you so much for joining me, Manette Midor. Oh my gosh. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and uh, let me know. So like, I'm in LA. Where are you at? Um, oh, I'm actually in uh, Lincoln City, Oregon. That's why I'm on the coast. Oh, beautiful. So it's the same time zone. Uh, yeah, same time zone. Excellent. Okay, great. Well, um, everyone who's joining us here today, uh, Minette Midor is an author of epic fantasy, historical romance, paranormal, urban fantasy, sci-fi, YA, children's books. You have the Starsight series, um, the Centurion series, also uh, A Ghost of a Chance. You have so many books. I love it. You also have a writing book. This is amazing. You yeah. are a prolific writer. So before I dive in. <laughs> well, let's say I've never met a genre I didn't like. So let's just put it that way. You know, the epitome of a reader. I love it. That's so awesome. So before I dive in, Minette, why don't you tell us about yourself? Introduce yourself. What are you all about? Okay. Oh, wow. Um, well, I've been writing since uh, probably about 2007. I'm, um, I mean, you know, kind of on and off. I did take a, a sabbatical to go work uh, for, for DEQ, which was the Environmental 
uh, folks here in Oregon. Um, so I just came back. I retired in uh, 2019, and I just came back to write full time. Um, so I've been having a blast with that and um, discovered uh, Vela. So I've been doing some uh, Kindle Vela stuff and just, you know, um, trying to write my little butt off. You know, um, I have... Uh, I have six kids. Um, they're all grown and have kids of their own. I have um, one slightly used husband, as I say in my biography, and uh, any number of uh, you know pets from time to time. So, you know, basically that's me in a nutshell. I I was a singer for many many years and an actress. So um, that's kind of where I came from in my background. So, um, you know. That's it. <laughs> That's great. I I saw your bio about yeah. um, your six kids and your slightly used husband. And I was like, yeah. I have to let you say that because that's gold. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I wouldn't be able to deliver it the same way. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was awesome. Um, I'm curious. So uh, singing and, and you said and acting. Yeah. Uh, what were you in? Like, what were you like on Broadway? Nothing, no, nothing oh, like that. Um, I, I was a, a professional um, not click singer when I was a kid, um, as a teenager, actually, um, wow. in Portland. Um, and I sang for about four years. Um, uh, and then, um, I was in community theater for many, many years. And then I joined a couple of troops in a little place called band in Oregon. And, and, uh, we did a lot of musicals, a lot of, you know, a lot of dramas. I mean, this is a lot of theater. And, um, and then I sang in a big band for about six years. So, oh, wow. yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So you're yeah. very multi-talented. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very aggressive about getting what I want. I think is more what it is. So anyway, <laughs> I love it. I guess you gotta be aggressive with creativity sometimes. That's like true. it's coming that's out. <laughs> um, well, so that's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, so one of the things I first want to ask you is, mm -hmm. I mean, so you started in 2007, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've written all my life, um, yeah. but I, but it, like, I really actually got the force, force of nature in 2007. I had written a book about 20 years before when my kids were all babies. Um, and um, I gave it to a writer friend of mine to, to look at it, and she just trashed it. So I thought, well, I'm not any good. So I quit and um, I shelled it. And then 20 years later, I'm around the campfire, actually, with my kids, so a couple of my kids, and we decided to do a creative channel. So now my whole family is creative. My husband's a sculptor. My, my one boy is an engineer. Another one's an artist. Another one, you know, I mean, they're all, they all have these creative uh ventures um but we had a creative challenge to say well you know what are we each going to accomplish this year creatively and so we went around and they all picked their own thing and then my son said well mom what are you going to do and i said i don't know he said he said well why don't you try to you know finish your book right or you know get your book out there and i went okay and uh so i went back and reread re rewrote the whole thing and uh, have done by December. So I meet my, met my target and it got published by the first publisher I sent it to. So, um, and then just pick off from there. And then I had eight or seven more books after that published. So it, it was, uh, you know, it's, it, all I'm going to say is never give up, never yeah. say die, you know, so. 
That's amazing. That is so cool. Thanks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, your family's great. I mean, first of all, I mean, just power to you for empowering a creative family. Cause I feel like that's not something that we do like culturally anymore. No, we don't. <laughs> right. Especially like in America, you know, I feel like um, I, I once knew this engineer who like he, he was the, um, uh, uh, the kind of like the black sheep in his family because he mm-hmm. studied engineering. Everyone else was a creative. And right. I thought that was odd too, but it's so, I know everybody else though. It's like, you're either an engineer or a doctor or this. Right. Or you're well, my parents were, were very creative themselves and they really encouraged us. I mean, I started singing when I was 13 professionally and, and my, you know, my folks were very supportive of that. You know, I started doing theater around the same time. So it's, uh, you know, it has to do with nurturing. And that's what I did with all of my kids is, you know, you pursue, you know, what it is that makes you happy. And, um, you know, I'm hoping they're happy. You know, I'm not going to I'm hoping they're happy, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Manette, you almost brought me to tears, literally. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's, tears. it's beautiful. <laughs> oh. As some people know on this podcast, the reason I have this podcast is because when I was a kid, I'm sorry, you got something, the coffee got stuck. Excuse oh. me. Um, so the, um, the reason I had this podcast was because when I was a kid, I was creative, but then I was told that, you know, like, you know, you don't do that. Right. Yeah. You can't make a living being creative. No, I, I got that. Some of that too. So yeah, they crush your dreams. Yeah. It's like, well, you got to make a living, you know? Right. That's exactly what I was hard. I mean, it's hard to make a living as a creator. I mean, you know, we're not, sadly, we're not in Renaissance Italy, but uh, you know, know, I wish we were, um, you know, and all, you know, and everybody has another job, right? I mean, you know, we all work like the real job, you know, to get, you know, so we can do our creative pursuits, you know, it just takes double work is all. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's about finding, you know, uh, or at least a lot, just allowing yourself, right. Cause some people, Mm -hmm. they say, well, if I'm not gonna, if I'm not going to make any money out of this, then I might as well not do it, but you're robbing yourself of so much. Oh yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. What what do you think about, like, did, did that ever come up with your kids or with yourself? Like, like that, that, that war of like, well, I shouldn't pursue it because I'm not going to make any money out of it. And, and how did you deal with that? Or did you have well, that come I was kind of, de- I was kind of determined. Um, nice. I love that. <laughs> I mean, my family will attest to that. I mean, I disappeared in, you know, in my computer for like, you know, three years. So, um, but you know, it's a balance. So, mm-hmm. because it's like, to be creative and to create things, um, creating, you know, doing, doing the work is one thing, mm-hmm. right. But all of us want to share our work. It's, it's part of the whole cycle. It's not just creating the work. It's sharing the work. It's showing other people our heart. Right. And, and if it's, even if it's only family or friends or whatever, but, um, but it's, it, it takes a certain insanity to want to sell it to the public and, you know, so I'm pretty insane, you know, so it goes right along with it. But, I, you it. know, I, I always had the goal of of trying to make a living. I've never made a living at it. I want to be really honest, flat out. I mean, I've never made a living on it. I don't make enough money to live on as a writer. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, I do okay. And yeah. and uh, it's, um, I'm, I've always... Uh, um, I've always had another job. I go, well, I had six kids to support. So I've always had another job. And, um, uh, it, but, but you can do it. It just takes, it, it basically takes giving up your time. You know, it's, yeah. it, it's, you're basically working two jobs and, right. and, you know, um, 
and it's balancing. When my kids were little and I was writing, you know, I would, you know, I, I had a pretty full day because I would, you know, get up, work, come home, you know, be family till eight o'clock because they were little, right? And then from eight to midnight, I would, I would write. So I wrote four hours a day and I was really religious about that. And I wrote a, you know, uh, a 400 page, you know, not actually two 400 page novels. So in oh, Star wow. Starset was my first, my first uh, book. So, um, you know, it just takes dedication and, and that's what it takes. It, it isn't encouragement. It's your own dedication, you know, to doing what you want to do and to push through when you don't want to do it. Cause that happens a lot. You know, there's a lot of writer's block. There's a lot of, eh, I'd rather watch, you know, mash, right. Or, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, or whatever. I'd rather, yeah. rather watch a movie. Um, it, you know, so it does take a, a certain amount of dedication. Um, and the biggest thing it takes is is knowing your craft and, and learning because that's that's the third part of the equation is you have to know what you're doing. So you need to seek out that knowledge. It's you don't just I mean, some people are talented innately, but they still need to know how to use a comma and how to use a period and, you know, where to make a paragraph. I mean, you know, they need the, to learn their craft. Yeah. Um, so I joined you know, every author's group that I could imagine and, and learn my craft really well Took, you know, took, excuse me, classes and, and all of that. So, That's um, amazing. yeah. Then that first book was my college. So <laughs> what was that? My first book was my college. That was my college oh, nice. degree. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And I think it's like you said, like, you know, some of us, we can't be like that full time, but it's the dedication in order to get that full time. You have to dedicate yourself. Right. Yeah. And eventually going to get there, but without even just saying, Hey, I want to do this or I'm committing to this, you know, then that's what's going to take to get you there. Right. If you want, yeah. If you want to make want- a living out, if, if you want to make it a career, if you want right. to, you know, um, but I don't want to discourage the many, many people who write beautifully just for themselves. You know, yeah. I do too. I write poetry, but I, I never publish it, you know, cause that's like my private stuff. So, you know, so it's, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's one of those deals where you go, well, um, you know, it's totally okay to, to not have to write to sell it, but just to write for yourself too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cause that goes back to art, right? Like expressing right. yourself, you know, right. and I think we've lost that a lot, you know, just in, in art and in, in self. So I, it's so important. Exactly what you said. I a hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, just going back to the love of that art. Yeah. For myself, and I just say know. love. That takes less for all of this. It's like, it, you know, and, and, you know, self-punishment. I mean, you know, pretty much that was what it takes, you know. <laughs> Both. <laughs> so I would love to go back to your first book. Okay. So sure. you uh, were with your family at the campfire. Yep. And then uh, you had until December to write. So what was that process like for you? It was your first tackle at the novel? Well, I had I had already written it, the first okay. draft, um, because oh, that's okay. what I'd written when my kids were little. And um and actually, I had started this book when I was in grade school, believe it or not. I had like the the thought for the bad guy, right, like in grade school. And I had written, I you know, I think maybe three pages, you know, sort of from this story. Um, and then I shelled it, of course, because life came in and, you know, I was busy. Um, but then I had, when my kids were little, I was a single mom for a bunch of time, for a long time. And, and when my kids are little, I uh, that's what I did. I just... 
I just decided to write this book and I did. I wrote, you know, the entire novel. Um, so the when I came back after the campfire, I basically, you know, it's an epic fantasy. Um, you know, it had a bearded gentleman. It had a, you know, anyway, it had kind of stereotype characters for an epic fantasy. Mm-hmm. And I decided that it was that wasn't me. I mean, I try to write books that are different, and I and I continue to do that. I, I don't I don't write about vampires in urban fantasy. I write about two thousand year old insane elves, right? Yeah. I mean, it's you know, I mean, it's I try to be different. You I know, love that. You know, just uh, I'm trying to do something new, and mm-hmm. and it's hard in writing because it's all been done. Yeah. Um, but I just so I changed my protagonist into a woman a 50-year-old woman wizard. They're, they're called star guiders in the book. Um, and it completely changed the theme, the way the book, it completely changed it. It it changed the feel of it. It changed the, you know, um, the humanity of it. The It, it was kind of interesting, right? Because yeah. I had always been accused of writing about too many male characters, right? Then not oh. including women in my writing. Mm-hmm. And and I went, okay, fine. Let's, you know, let's do this. Okay. Completely changed it. And it and it just, I, I became obsessed. It was the one time my muse was not drunk and, uh, you know, really kicked me in the ear and said, you know, write, write, write. And, you know, I wrote, I mean, I basically disappeared for three months and, and completely rewrote the whole book. Um and I'm very proud of it. I mean, um, it had, you know, when, of course, when it went through editing and, you know, <laughs> just a lot of changes, you know, it was my first book. And, yeah. um, you know, the, um, it, 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 it just, it just, it touches your heart so much more um, with this sort of motherly character as the protagonist in it. And, um, and well, and she's also, you know, very force of nature too, but you know, it, it, it really changed the book. So um, I just basically nose to the grindstone sat down and, you know, and wrote it. And and I learned a lot. I mean, the, my editor, my very first editor was my mentor. I mean, she, she was amazing. And she taught me how to write. In fact, I'll put a plug in. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs an editor. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you're an amateur, professional, whatever. You have to have an editor, you know, that will smack you around. <laughs> that will, you know, beat you and say, no, you can't do this, you know. Um, or you have to take 10,000 words out of this novel, which mm-hmm. is what I was told. <laughs> right? So. <laughs> I love that. My poor family didn't see me for three months, basically. So. That is awesome. I mean, so uh, one of the things is like, okay, let's talk, let's talk really about the smackdown of the editing process. What were you feeling? And like, cause a lot of people, they might think, oh, you know, that's it. I mean, it sucks, you know, Mm -hmm. and instead, you know, what pushed you to keep going forward? Well, you, you have to have a thick skin. I mean, you really have to have a thick skin. Um, The reason is, is because your editor is part of your writing team and without her, um, or him, um, your, your, your book is going to be half done because the editor has an outside perspective. Now I'm talking professional writing mostly, right? Um, um, but it, but she was, there's a skill to being a really good editor and part of it is having compassion and understanding the writing process that she had. 
totally add that. Mm -hmm. um, and I add it too. So I, I tried to emulate that in my own editing. Um, but at the same time, you have to say, you know, here are some of the rules, you know, that's like, if you want to get published, right, this is what, uh, this is what editors are looking for. This is what agents are looking for. This is what publishers are looking for. And I did a lot of homework. I mean, I did a ton of homework on, you know, what, you know, kind of the rules um, were with writing um, and reading a lot of really good books, right, which is the other side of that coin. But, but it, you know, yeah, you, you get your jaw out of joint, you know, you get, you know, it's painful. I mean, it really is. Like I said, when she came back and said, you've got to cut 10,000 words out of this book. That's a lot. Yeah. And, you know, she, it was like, okay, how do I do that without losing, you know, all this beautiful stuff? Because everything you write, of course, is beautiful and you don't want to ever get rid of it. Um, yeah, yeah, to, I feel that. But you got a red pen. I mean, it's you've got to make it um, succinct and flow and, you know, have the good timing and, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. Again, that was my education at that time. So. That's super great. Cause a lot of people, I think they wouldn't, they wouldn't uh, push themselves that far, you know, because yeah. out of fear or, yeah. um, right. And, and so did you find your editor? I, I just assumed that my, pub, my publisher found publisher. it. Okay. Had an editor, yeah. That's what I, I was going to say. I mean, there are a lot of really good editors out there. I mean, you can hire an editor, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, I mean, highly, highly suggest that you go to your local book group, you know, um, romance writers group or your, you know, mystery writers group or whatever, your local book writing mm -hmm. authors and get involved in those groups because that taught me more than anything else did. Just, you know, I found a an amazing critique partner. I found, you know, uh, encouragement. I had, you know, we read chapters to each other and I got great suggestions and you know what I mean? It's like, it, it, it is a, in a way it's a, a lot of community and, yeah. it, and it's important that's good that's that's really great actually i never actually thought about doing a local group i'm always oh, yeah. online i was just digital, digital. And, the, and online's great but it, you know it's like um you i got a little more in depth i mean I actually yeah. joined a, a a writing group where where we critiqued each other's writing you know during during the class and during the process um, we took chapters home and, you know, edit, you know, made our suggestions to other writers and they did the same for us. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I got some of some amazing feedback, but that's a little more intense online. Um, I mean, unless you hire somebody to critique, write or edit, um, you don't have that opportunity, but in a class, you know, it is free. It's, it's not free. The class costs money, but I mean, it's part of the process. Part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then other, and then other like uh, local book groups, you know, like in Oregon, we have the Willamette Writers Association, which is mm -hmm. a, our big group for writers. Um, you learn what publishing is. You learn what editing is. You learn what agents do. You learn, you know, from other writers what their journey was and what was successful and wasn't, you know, wasn't not successful. Um, you know, they have seminars all the time and, you know, classes and, you know, just meetings where you can just chat about stuff. So I highly recommend that. That was great. Yeah. And I, I love that. I honestly, I never thought about that, which is so weird, but maybe because I'm, I'm so in like a digital, digital, you know, so that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it really does. And it helps you to understand your audience somewhat too. Your, your, you know, your readers somewhat too. So, yeah. 
Very cool. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, I want to talk about Starsight for a minute and then also talk about yeah. your, your writer's book. Sure. Um, so Starsight, you know, we talked about the journey um, mm-hmm. of writing it, but when you were done, you know, please share with us, how did you feel like when you're like, it's been published, you know, like I want well, to talk about that. It was amazing. <laughs> well, it, um, it was a midline publisher. So, so it wasn't a big publisher, but it was still That's a midline amazing. publisher. Um, and when Chris called me, um, I was just over the moon. I mean, it was my first book, you know, and, and, and he was, I think I'm going to say the second person I sent it to, I think I sent it to one other person, um, you know, and, but he was very excited about it. And, um, and I was really excited about it. I mean, I can't even begin to describe to you what it is to hold a paperback book in your hand once it's published. I mean, it's, you're just over the moon. You know, so in fact, we'll have one. Well, hang on. Mm-hmm. And is Chris your agent? Uh, Chris, or... No, he was the publisher. Oh, amazing. So that is gorgeous. And and my um, uh, my son did the cover for it. He's a oh. he's an artist. And so he did that. I know it's backwards, but that's okay. No, totally. <laughs> I, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Oh my gosh. And how anyway, thick is it? Yeah. Oh it, yeah. That's, it's, a, it's a big book. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's it's, a thick one. I like it's it. It's got 400 pages in it. So it's a, a pretty big book. Amazing. So, sorry, my little cabinet's going to open here. That's all right. No, no, totally. Okay. Yeah, did you guys have like a, did you have like a party? Uh, what did you do to celebrate? I don't know that we had a party because um, I was actually ha- trying to get the second book done. Oh. <laughs> Hang on a yes, on to the next one. <laughs> my, my little cousin is staying up. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, you're great. Kind of not staying open. Closed. <laughs> That's a very cool cabinet, actually. I, I think it's very neat. It's very like it, it's a an old one. It was funny. yeah. It looks it looks like vintage. Oh, that's amazing. That's right. beautiful. That's secretary. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it was. Um, I hope you can edit that. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, um, it's great. I loved it. Uh, there it goes again. <laughs> there it goes again. It's okay. It's that's fine. Um, so many of the um. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I screamed. I think for two days. I, I think that that happened, um, and I think we we may have got like gone out to dinner or something. <laughs> we celebrated, but again, I was on the. the it's a two book. Uh, it's a duology, so there's two books in the series, and he bought both of them. So I was kind of busy doing the second one. So um, uh, I think we celebrated more later. Amazing! I love you just get so busy. It's like because <laughs> I had keep uh, writing those two. I had six more books get published. Your cat's inside. Yeah. Oh, yes, my cat is He's... always inside. Okay. <laughs> oh, did we did he get up on the cabinet? <laughs> yeah, he was in there. There, he... there he is. He's inside the. He's a nice black cat. We have a black cat too. Oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> I should have just left him in there. I know. <laughs> so. Um, one of the other questions I wanted to ask you, well, actually, I mean, I have many questions, but this next one was about your writer's, uh, toolkit or your nonfiction book. Can you tell me a little more about that? 
Um, yeah, it's called Writers, Tips, Tricks, and, and Traumas. And it actually was uh, started as a um, group in Facebook. Oh, um, nice. And I, over the years, I've kind of kept track of all of the things that I've learned. And I had a whole resource page on my, my blog um, that had all of these tools in it. Um, and there were a lot of them. And I thought I'd just go ahead and get them, you know, put in a book for people and just charge 99 cents for it. And then they can use it or not. And there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, you know, there's it, it, <laughs> a lot of different things. So the, one of the things that I did was I, um, I wrote a, uh, urban fantasy that has a, a murder investigation in the middle of it. So it's kind of like a procedural and, and an urban fantasy. Um, but I spent three days with the homicide um, department in Portland um, wow. learning how they, you know, they do an investigation, right? Um, so, um, and I had written a series of articles about that. And then I also spent a couple of days with the police department on the on the street, um, to do for for another book, right? So, so I had done all of this, you know, all of this research and interviews, and I had all this material, and so I just went ahead and put it. I wrote um, several articles about it, so that's in the book. Um, I also did um, a presentation about writing, quote unquote, between the sheets, which is about writing romance mm-hmm. or sex scenes and romance novels, and um, but also. Um, that talked a lot about how you show, don't tell. So like in writing, you know, you want to show what their emotion is. You want to say, you know, I'm feeling angry, right? You know, you want to show they're angry. So there's a whole many, 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 many page list of body, what are called body cues. So the body cues are when you probably know what they are, but they're, they're basically when, um, when somebody's angry, so they fold their arms, for example, mm-hmm. that's a body cue. Or, you know, if they're, um, you know, thinking mm-hmm. and they put, you know, put their, their like, hand on their chin and right. There's, I mean, there's, and there's hundreds of them, right. Of these, all those little, the micro, um, the micro expressions that we have. So this, so, so there's a lot about um, how to use body cues, how to use micro expressions, how to use, um, you know, different um, things in your writing to be able to show what's going on instead of, you know, uh, telling. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, uh, then there's just a lot of articles about, you know, different aspects of writing. Um, I use, and also the techniques that I use, I use, um, uh, uh, one note, right, to outline all of my mm-hmm. books. And, you know, and I used to be a panster, um, mm-hmm. and now I'm a, a, plot, a plotter. I mean, I, it's just easier for me to plot it and do a chapter synopsis and then just write it. Then it used to be panster because I had to do too much thinking. So I don't <laughs> want to that front <laughs> right now, and then I get it. Then I get it all written down. Um you know, so it's got a lot of that kind of stuff. And then, you know, articles, you know, from that other people have shared, you know, with me and links and, you know, a bunch of other stuff. So um, it was just kind of me, you know, kind of dumping all of my knowledge into, you know, a, a little you know, novella that, you know, hopefully will help some other writers. But it's, it's, it's a like a fast thing. Like you can just look something up. You know what I mean? It's not a, like, you know, page after page of dialogue. It just said, okay, here's a list of, 
cues, right? <laughs> Use these, right? Or here's a, you know, you know, here's a, an investigator. Here's how to, you know, contact the police if you want to do an investigation or the fire department or, you know, because I'm a big believer in, in research. I mean, it, but because I wrote, well, I wrote a whole series about ancient Roman Britannia. So yeah. I mean, really, really good at research. So, um, you know, how to, how to delve into the research and, you know, get, I'm sort of inundated with it. So you get the, not just the context, but the feel and the emotions and stuff around it, you know, the um, kind of the spiritual, you know, I don't know what you call it, just the feet, you know, make, so you're seeing feels like you're actually in a police station. So, yeah. and I hope it works. I mean, a lot of people have said they feel like they're actually there. So I'm hoping it works. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. I mean, it's immersing the reader, right? Like really trying to, right suck them in, bring them down. Yeah. And that's a big, that's to me is really important. You know, I want to, from, you know, line one in a book all the way through, I want them completely sucked into the story. I want them to feel like they're standing in the room watching the story. Um, And so that is, that book is kind of like um, the the tricks that I use to, you know, to do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. No, that's yeah. great because that's what you want. Like you need to you need to grab that reader. You need mm-hmm. to bring them down with you. So that's amazing. Right. Thank you. Like for sure. I mean, there's so much that actually, you know, I want to touch on in the future, I think too, but like how to research, how to plan a series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the pantsing versus plotting. I mean, all of these are just I think they're topics that not only fascinate me, but they fascinate people in the audience because sometimes they're always struggling with like, you know, how do I do this? Or what about if I get stuck on this? So those would be things that I would love to talk to you about in the yeah. future too. That was amazing. Okay. Um, I know that we are uh, getting closer to our time here, actually. Okay. So I want to, you know, of course, let's, where can people find you and what would you recommend that they read first too? Okay. Um, so, I mean, you can find me anywhere on the internet and just put my name in Minette meter, just two N's, two E's, two T's. Um, you know, if you just put my, and I, cause I've got Facebook, I've got, LinkedIn. I've got, you know, I've got, I'm on all social, so, so, not all social media, but I'm on a lot of social media. Love that. Um, I have a blog. Um, I think it's Bennett meters books, uh, uh, dog, you know, blogger, whatever it is. Sorry. I don't have a list in front of me. Like, I just send a list usually. Um, but I'm on Facebook a lot. That's I use Facebook quite a bit for my main social media. Um, and um, I'm in a, lot, in a lot of groups on there too. So um, then, um, you know, they can, they're welcome to, to just, you know, put my name in the search engine and a lot of stuff will come up. So that's how to get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what was the other question? If, if you could pick any one of your books, oh, one of my books. first. Yeah. I mean, it kind of depends on what you like. And that's what I always tell everybody because I write in multiple genres. If you like, um, his, if you like fantasy, you know, non-romance, you know, non-romance fantasy, then Starsight is a great place to start. Um, and it, it's also YA rated. So, you you know, it's, it, it's good for pretty much everybody. Um, and it's a lot of fun and it's a very different kind of fantasy. Um, and then if you like, uh romance i would say the centurion series is a great way you know great place to start um and centurion is a it's probably my most popular book so uh, a lot of people read that um if you like uh urban fantasy bell stalker you know is pretty good and then i have a paranormal series um about ghosts 
So, um, and the first one is um, a ghost of a chance. So, um, you know. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I never know. Everybody asks me that. I say, I don't know. They're, you know, it depends on what you like. <laughs> I love it. You know, because sometimes readers were like, yeah, I like this. I like that. But I like this. I like this. So you're like, well, okay. Like and most readers do. I mean, they like multiple genres. You know, I'm actually a sci-fi fan. I'm a huge sci-fi fan. Nice. So I read a lot of sci-fi and and in fact I've got a book, I've got a sci-fi book I'm reading writing next. So nice. you know. Yeah. Um, but, but like I said, never met a genre I didn't love. So love that. Yeah, I mean I'm like for sure. I mean, I would be I'm a romance fan. So the centurion, I saw the covers and I was like, that's mm-hmm. up my alley. But it's then also, definitely a romance. So <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, uh, the cover I was like, a spicy. it's also very uh, keep in mind that um centurion is also very um in, in not in your face, but but very real. So we're talking about a period 60 AD Roman yeah. Britannia. Um, it was a rough time, so it's um, not it, it's not sweet and lovely. <laughs> oh, okay, but it's but. Ex- but it's ex- but it's very exciting. It's you know, I mean, what's not to love about a a gorgeous you know centurion Roman soldier? You know, yeah, Just yeah, saying. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, I saw the bio or, or the blurb for the Bell Stalker, and I was like, yeah, that's super interesting. I really, yeah. I'm like, that sounds so cool. I'm like. I've that one's actually I, that took a lot of work. I had to do a lot of research for that book. So it, there was, you know, some some fun stuff in that one. And I because I had there's a homicide investigation right in the smack dab in the middle of it. So yeah. it's you know, and it you know it's uh, and the um, antagonist is um, really interesting. So I think everybody would really like that. That one's a, also a real popular book. So I'm gonna check that out. That's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Minette. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for everything here. Um, everyone will put your links in the bio. You have okay. a gorgeous link tree. Um, we'll make sure to to add that. And um, I, I'm looking forward to having you on in the future. So uh, okay. thank you from the How to Write a Book podcast. I'll wrap this out here and I'll meet you in just like a minute after this. Okay, sounds good. Cool. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey there, writer. Thank you for listening to the How to Write a Book podcast with your host, Masir Valenzuela. If you like the show, we'd be happy if you left a review. For more information on writing and the writer's life, go to www.themasiel.com. That's www.themasiel.com. We'll see you on the other side.